0: There's joy in every journey.
1: Ah, oh, the Bucks were so close. We could be sitting here talking about facing the Lakers tomorrow night, and the Bucks with a chance to win their twentieth in a row. But Dallas ended the streak Monday night. Eric Name, Milwaukee basketball insider, joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Uh, Eric, it would have been a lot of fun for the two of us to talk about twenty straight wins, but I'm gonna I'm gonna ask a question that's actually here in this rundown for later in the show. In a way, is it almost better that we can talk about other things other than the streak now?
2: Um, I don't know. I think this team is pretty unbothered by just about anything. Uh, so for them, I I don't know that it would have mattered whether or not they had the streak going. They didn't have the streak going. They are annoyingly um, – unbothered by just about anything uh, it, it doesn't it doesn't matter who they're playing it doesn't matter what the score is it doesn't matter how good the team they're playing is it doesn't none of it matters the, their message is always the same they are always concerned about just doing the same thing night in night out and, and going about their business so um it would I, I don't think it would have mattered whether or not we we're talking about it I don't think it, it would have made them approach the game any differently
1: it will be a lot of fun, uh, certainly, with the Lakers coming to town tomorrow. The, the, one of the things I saw on on Twitter after that game Monday night, and the Bucks, by the way, just that what a comeback that, to make that thing remotely interesting in the last few minutes of the game, but some people were talking about that game as evidence of Eric Bledsoe's value to this team. I don't know if I buy that necessarily. I don't know if – I mean, Bledsoe is going to be a valuable addition to any game, but I don't know – uh, if that was evidence of, of Bledsoe's value and how much they missed him? How you feel about that?
2: I think Eric Bledsoe makes them better defensively. I think Eric Bledsoe makes them better offensively. And on a night where you're struggling offensively and then you're also going up against the league's best offense outside of the Milwaukee Bucks, it's going to make a difference. But... I don't know that it was like, oh, wow, yep, you can clearly tell Eric Bledsoe isn't here. It was more just, you know, this team isn't playing all that well that uh, on that particular night, and I just think the margins were made smaller. Like, if you don't have Eric Bledsoe, your margins are smaller. And when the margins are smaller and you're not shooting well and the Mavericks are shooting 40% from three, all of a sudden, things can happen, and, and that's kind of what happened. So, I don't know if it was evidence specifically of Eric Bledsoe being on, but... There's no doubt they'll they'll miss Eric Bledsoe over the two weeks that he's going to be out.
1: The avulsion fracture will cost him some time there, and it'll cost him this uh, this game tomorrow night. For us in the media, for the fans, we we see this clash of titans. We see the I believe you can safely say the best two teams in the NBA going head to head at Pfizer Forum because it is a regular season game, and because it is a game out of 82. Uh, do you think that? The players want to win a game. I'm not saying they don't, but do they maybe not build it up the same way that we, the fans, and we, the media members, do?
2: They don't build it up the same way that we do, but they do think this is this is a thing. Like that, they, they understand that this is a big game. That as as Mike Budenholzer has become fond of saying the last couple of weeks, uh, you know, I don't live in a cave. Those guys don't live in a cave. Like they all understand that. There's going to be two teams at 24 and four going up against each other on Thursday night. They understand that that isn't something you, they normally see. They may not know the statistics that you know. This is the first time it's ever happening. This is the first time at this point in the year two teams have ever uh, gotten together with less than five losses apiece. Like there's a number of things that this is the first thing of, and they they don't know all of that, but they do know that this season they're are very few times where I think they're going to feel truly challenged and very few times where they're going to feel like they're getting tested. And this is one of those nights. So going into the Clippers game, they talked about, you know, it's just one of 82 and uh, we know that this is a team that can really test us and we know it's going to be a big test. And obviously they were up by 40 and ended up winning by 30 points. So they passed that test and they're going to see what they can do against the Lakers uh, tomorrow night, but uh, they they understand that this tells them a little bit more about themselves than, than just about any other game they're going to have this year.
1: You want to see guys step forward because you know what Giannis is and you know what Chris Middleton is and what Bledsoe is, but uh, the, the more they have guys step forward, I think that the better it bodes for them in, in March and April and May and into June, hopefully. And with that in mind... Watching Dante DiVincenzo these last the last couple of weeks, I think has been really impressive. I think there's a step forward that's happened for DiVincenzo. What do you feel like has happened with him here in these last few weeks?
2: Yeah, I think uh, in one of my recent articles at The Athletic, I said he's playing confident and decisive basketball. And I, I think it's tough to give a player a greater seal of approval than those words that you're playing both competent and decisive. And uh, I think that's what we're seeing from DiVincenzo. There's, there's no more guesses about, uh, you know, should I try to jump that passing lane here in defense? Can I actually get there? Uh, would coach want me to do it? Like, is, is that okay? And, than actually doing it like he just does it now there there is no question in his mind and, and you can tell the difference between a player who may be second guessing those things and a player who is actually jumping those passing lanes and making those plays and then offensively i think last year there were a lot of times where when he was shooting the ball and he, and he told me this at the start of the year that there's times where he he was just shooting it because he knew he needed to shoot it that the offense said i should shoot right now so i'm going to do that and it led to him not shooting all that well from the three-point line. And it, he, he's not a knockdown shooter or anything like that, but he has been better this year. And I think a lot of it is stems from that confidence and that decisiveness that when he has his opportunity, he's going to take that shot. And in, in an ideal world, he's going to knock it down. So I just think there's, there's so much that he learned last year. And obviously he didn't even get to play a ton last year because he did have that injury, only 28 games. But – in those 28 games and then I think also just being around the team, he learned a lot about himself and he learned exactly how he should be playing and how all of this could really work together and, and how he fits in this team system. So uh, I think confident and decisive is, is the major difference that I see in, in, in Dante DiVincenzo.
1: Eric, name Milwaukee basketball insider. Insider, joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. I'm going to uh, do something sacrilegious and talk about something beyond the Lakers game. You uh, next week the Bucks have a Christmas Day game, a December 25th game in Philadelphia. Uh have you thought about how that's that that is a little bit on the odd side, right? I mean, you're with them so you're going to be spending the holiday in in eating
2: cheesesteaks, I
1: imagine, right?
2: Of course, of course I'll be eating cheesesteaks. Uh, the real secret is cheesesteaks are for the tourists, roast pork is for the for the locals. So get roast pork if you're in, if you're in Philly, that'll really show the locals, you know what you're doing. Um, but this is something I've kind of accepted. Uh, I think two years ago I tweeted out something about how I was enjoying, uh, my Christmas with my family or whatever. And then I said, also, I'm going to really savor this because this is going to be the last Christmas I get with my family for about a decade. And sure enough, last year the Bucks had their first Christmas day game, and this year they have another one and i'm sure next year they'll have another one maybe it'll be in milwaukee so i could at least spend the morning uh, with my family um but this is this is kind of what it what it's all about the nba really loves that christmas day they've taken it over wall-to-wall basketball and that's when they're going to focus on their premier teams and the bucks are going to be a premier team here for a while so uh i've i've grown used to it and Honestly, the sick part of it all is I'm excited about that game. Like, I'm excited about Joel Embiid seeing Giannis for the first time since Giannis put up 45 points, swatted his shot in the final minute of the game, told me after the game that people can keep putting centers on me, but that blank doesn't work. Uh, I'm excited about them getting to see Eric Bledsoe for the first time since he rocketed a basketball at Embiid's chest. Like There's so much there that I am truly excited about. So this is going to be uh, I, I'm excited about it. I, and again, I should be mad that I'm not going to do with my family and not get to have Christmas, but I guess I, I'm a little bit sick in that way.
1: There is life after the Lakers game, and it will be fun. Eric Name, much appreciated. Uh, can't wait to keep talking about Bucks wins down the line. All right, sounds good. Thanks, Kevin. Eric Name, joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider. Hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They, they work hard. You work hard. They treat you fair for 80-plus years. They've been getting it done. Call them at 800 44 pride or go to schneiderjobs.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.